0: Hello and welcome back to the coached by Dan podcast hope we're all keeping very very well and welcome to episode three of the client podcast season two this week this this week even today even I am joined by none other than Mr. Owen Flanagan himself online client started with me almost three years ago. It'll be three years in January 2022 and this podcast was actually recorded in person. He came down to visit for the week and uh, we got a chance to do an in-person podcast which number one, sound quality, always so much better and number two, always gives a much better vibe in my opinion. So listen, I've worked on over the last three years. We did a pod, we've done two podcasts already together. If you haven't listened to them, I advise you do. Um... We basically talk about where we picked off last with the Client Podcast Season 1 um, to now what's changed in terms of himself, his health, his wellness, the goals, a photo shoot, you know, what we worked through over lockdown. It really was a phenomenal episode, um, a lot more insight into what we got done and it kind of, what I love about this episode, it kind of gives an insight as to what happens when you commit to coaching long term. You know, people are very much into coaching for potentially like an 8, 12, 16 week thing. But what happens if, for some reason, you decide to commit one, two, three years to coaching and the results you get? Um, Now... That may seem a bit daunting, a bit overwhelming, but I guarantee from this and own, you'll be like, oh my God, actually, that doesn't sound like the worst idea ever. Um, Not saying you have to do three years if you want to work with me. Very rarely am I working with a client for that long, Um, but just a little insight into how it is. Um, As always, guys, if you want any to inquire about coaching, have any questions, queries, of course, you can email me at danreesepersonaltraininggmail.com or reassemble. Go to Um, All information regarding coaching and everything involved with that is on there You'll find some cool client testimonies including Owens himself And we can move from there Guys, enjoy this episode and uh, we'll chat soon Right, fucking sound test, speak Hello Mike Who's Mike? <laughs> Sweet, we're fucking live yeah. in the flesh How are we?
1: Fantastic
0: Owens, my new flatmate and <laughs> Maybe <laughs> So went came down on fucking Saturday with Sean Ryan, and uh, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, leave. What was it? I'll, leave, I'll leave Sunday morning, and it's now, I'm not fucking leaving, <laughs> so it's Wednesday morning, and we're
1: still fucking here, uh,
0: you were on the last one, weren't you, the last podcast thing, weren't you,
1: uh, which
0: one, yeah you were, sorry, the last line podcast last year, so I just, I just shared, oh, yeah, your, I, was, yeah. I just shared your fucking thing there, um, so yeah, a few bits have been happening since then anyway just a bit so this podcast is just you telling everyone how fucking great i am really um
1: he's pretty annoying
0: (laughs) listen let's get straight into it because obviously the biggest thing happened this year was the fucking photo shoot but kind of crack on into that but i suppose for anyone who is a dickhead didn't listen to your first podcast with me didn't listen to fucking the one last year
1: go back and do it now
0: that too who the fuck are you
1: uh, Owen Flanagan I'm from Galway I'm an online coach as well and I started with Dan back in 2019 and this guy changed my life. Gang shit
0: <laughs> man we got started remember when I got started with you fucking I had the most I was in such a little depressed little phase so fucking I probably thought it was in the last podcast but me being the wizard businessman I am I was like oh, I'll start a membership site because everyone's fucking doing it. Um, Didn't consider the fact that I had like not a decent enough following to actually start a membership site mm-hmm. so I started it was 30 quid a month um and I had yourself a lad called Gav and a lad called Sam sign up and for three weeks four weeks that was it so I put about 600 quid into the website and it was a shitty website like I'm not gonna the lad who made it like it was a, it was no, a bit A shit anyway um it cost me 600 quid I was making 90 quid, a mo- 90 quid a month from it so it would take me like right, seven months of this to fucking make my money back and I was like, nah, fuck it, i was going to shut it down. Because, like, I don't, I was like, I put him work into it. But I was like, mm. I don't want to put more work into it because I fucking hate it. So, I then had to awkwardly DM everyone, yourself, Gavin, the other lad. I was like, right, lads. Um, Yeah, this is the sus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shutting it down after fucking three, four weeks. And I was like, oh, and, but listen, lad. I was like, I'll chance my memory. I was like, I actually do coaching. What Would you be interested? And I was like, fuck yeah, i will be interested. And, uh
1: you got me at the right time almost
0: course. fucking yeah almost yeah. fucking three years later three years later two years later. yeah almost three years later fucking yeah. three
1: years
0: this year hey fucking jesus yeah. that's mental i think mean, yeah that's the longest client going but fucking hell like so Our Longest relationship. Had. long as my long yeah that's <laughs> what i said to you fucking i was the last podcast of this one here yeah, i was like the longest relationship i've ever fucking had like <laughs> but um man listen we like obviously to give everyone a bit of a kind of a a reminder as the kind of like, because I don't want to spend too long, because to, I, I recorded a podcast with Jack just there. I suppose we talked a little bit about kind of what we did beforehand But I'm supposed to about that in the last podcast quite a lot. Mm. But the brief touchback on it, before we actually got started, kind of where were you? How are you getting on? What were the goals? And kind of just in general, kind of what were you kind of what was your kind of situation?
1: Uh, I was probably like, I was in a bad place because where I was before, like when I was working at Aldi and stuff, yeah, um, yeah, it was difficult enough because like I enjoyed it at the start, but I was kind of falling out in love with the job and it just got tougher, things went on, mental health was affected, Um, just didn't, was just going for work for the sake of going to work, no energy, sleep, stress, everything, all over the place, and uh, just Dan came in at the right time and took things from there, and everything then was changed the better. Fucking class, man. And like, yeah, and I know, like, that's like, that's like, the biggest, I think,
0: when you kind of look at kind of then to now, just like otherwise mindset mindset fucking physique training work everything it's kind of just like in such a massive fucking shift like a massive fucking shift mm. like initially we kind of started working together and obviously you're still working on Aldi and like right we're gonna cut down we're gonna diet down and I remember the first thing I was, I was in I was in Canada at the time I was in a cafe in Canada at the time and you sent your progress photos like shit boys so I was with Josh and Eddie two of my friends and I was like boys look at this this is fucking sick like because so you are know, the first client I got for like proper proper like dumb shredder and I was like yeah. this is ridiculous um I kind of pushed from there. You know, obviously as time went on, you obviously you left Aldi, you started doing your personal trainer course, your whole life is PT, you're now fucking coaching online, doing all this fucking mad sorts. Are you doing one-to-one or are you just purely online Ah, uh, purely online no. Sick, man. Yeah. When did you, was it kind of over lockdown, it's kind of like, ah, oh, fuck, I'll pack yeah. Sick, man. Yeah. Everyone's going online now. I Honestly, got like, I miss one-to-one. Because
1: I finally can help more people online because, like, yeah. you have less time when you're doing one-to-one. Mm. Like, you'll travelling back and forth and then, like, you can't offer enough like services and that like educate people a lot more around like their nutrition and mm. give them more accountability than like if you're doing meeting them an hour say, yeah. or two hours a week oh so you're
0: dead right I think it's one thing one to one like online from an, from an efficiency point of view blows out the water you can you can like if you're one to one if you 10 clients one to one like you'd be flat out if you're doing three sessions a week like personal training is a very demanding job like you're you're on your feet but like for that hour you need to be so switched on for that full fucking hour you can't take attention off the client so if you're doing like 30 hours a week fully like people were obviously work 40 hours a week full-time but, like 30 hours like that switched on you're wrecked so if you have 10 clients you 30 sessions a week you're fucked online you can have like 50 60 70 clients that go give them as good if not as good a better service you know obviously the one-to-one in the gyms i think you don't have but everything else you do fucking have so it's worth the trade-off there's one thing i found training work training with yourself and say it's i like did day. i was like fuck like i don't miss the one-to-one side things like gem pop that kind of because at the end they're kind of like you know yeah. It's, it's not as, it's, it's, it's good it's fun but it's not uh, I don't enjoy it as much personally but actually coaching someone who fucking who you can pu- like who I can Push say to the, I can say to you, you can to like. <laughs> I can say to you Owen slow the fuck down control that concentric and hold and make it fucking grim for yourself and you'll fucking do it I'm like right cool we're drop the way down force these reps here and I can take you to a very fucking grim place when you can coach someone who can do that it's so much crack I was training with Finnegan another client of mine over in Birmingham for the most Mentors weekend and then before a week before that up in Go Gym same thing, I think I'm training with Jack, another client. Next week the week after, and it's kind of just like it's so much crack being Like right, I know full well I can, but it's it's not like it's not just there just to fucking like kill someone. And be like oh, I'm gonna make you fuck for the yeah, sake but It's more we so. Okay, like, want
1: to listen like and implement it because like we know what it takes. Yeah, to, with but all it's the work that's going in, you know. But
0: it's kind of like if I'm like i remember the first time I was taking through a session like that. I was like shit. I've never trained the fucking hard before in my life. So if I'm training with you. If I'm training with like you, obviously you train the fucking hard yourself. Like like the again like the Jack, I'm kind of like. I guarantee a session with them will fucking change their fucking how they train yeah. like I want to train with Barry fucking I will get a session with Barry at some point yeah. like Barry lad, if
1: you're listening to this you're still a weakest as piss get your fucking <laughs>
0: tempo sorted out lad fucking Tegan is still stronger than you <laughs> ah, <laughs> actually if Tegan after you actually. Be, we'll definitely bring that up at some point but it's kind of like you want to kind of get the most of someone's training if you can train someone like that and kind of put them through that it's kind of like sick They're, it's going to fucking suck but crack on question for you when you signed to, edu- to the, to the to membership site and then coaching why did you come to me for number one the education portal and then coaching
1: um, came to you because like I said like a DM me and I was like I was stuck in a rut, and I was like now was just perfect time and things just aligned and I was yeah. like go for it
0: Sigma. and go then the education the, the, the education edu- edu- sorry I keep saying that the, the membership site. what kind of got you like oh I want to get on that
1: well there's information on it that like I was like hmm I just wanted to open knowledge a bit like I knew basic stuff like and I wanted to like because i used to train when i was younger but kind of fell out of love with it and went working and then i just stumbled across it. i think it met there was someone on i don't know whether it's scott murray or someone shared it yeah and that's oh I yeah
0: i fucking dm so scott used to be in the gym i worked in good lad like fucking dead sound like mm-hmm. and uh, i was like lad you have a big following you fucking give me a share he's like yeah cool go on um he's dead sound at bernison but uh yeah that's, no
1: that's how i came across it yeah fucking sick man thank you scott <laughs>
0: but um yeah that's it like and fucking we crack on from there so listen, we, obviously initially we talked, we talked a lot we kind of, our last podcast with that chap, but just like extended for a longer period of time. Yeah. Between that podcast last year and now, what's changed?
1: A lot. Business, personal. Go on, elaborate. Things. Speak. Speak your mind. mean business has changed, um, like from knowledge like I got from Dan, but from everything else I learned online, you know, like having the, like the coaching group we had there back at the start of lockdown head we were liter- literally i just came out of doing the PT course and we went straight into lockdown two months later mm. so like it was just a mind fuck like where was it going to go what was i going to do like couldn't do one-to-ones trying to get online but having no clients and then trying to prove yourself and like you had the knowledge there but you're like you kind of feel like an imposter at the same time because mm. you hadn't had that experience but um it's putting putting in working to bring your knowledge up in that and applying it and uh just getting your name out there I suppose and that's where really taking things and then with the photo shoot as well. Like I love a challenge at the end of the day and like I really wanted to see where I could take myself. Like I would diet it down before, mm. but not to the extremes that I wanted to do for this photo shoot like so I wanted to like get lean, lean like. And uh, I think we actually accomplished that. <laughs> yeah. Like I suppose
0: starting off like we We'll come to the footage in a second, but first thing first, obviously, like I think one of the biggest things you fucking did was like, he's kind of like, you took everything that we kind of work. like That's one thing I love about the gym and fitness, that kind of way. It's kind of like, it's, you look at everything, you look, work, relationships, whatever it is, kind of like, you need to put work in to make anything worth it. And it's kind of like, what the gym, what I found myself, between work, it, it kind of, it, it gives you kind of a, a peek through kind of like, what, hard work and repetition will do for yourself like cause, you know going to the gym like you know if you're somebody who steps in foot in the gym and you really fucking like it yeah. like oh shit i really like lifting these weights i really love you know improving my sleep i really love you know improving my food management all that fun stuff there because it's kind of like the results you get as a result of doing it's fucking next level you're kind of like okay why wouldn't i want to keep doing this all the fucking time but then it's kind of like when you kind of recognize and i think it's one thing for yourself you're kind of like okay well when i put this work into my training this this fucking was incredible but then you kind of t- even take like your work for example literally or i even you weren't fucking happy you're like shit okay i want to put the same effort in there i want to put work into you know doing something i love which is personal training doing my course and all that fun stuff and like bec- i feel like you know and so i can say this same myself if i hadn't found the gym first any business i went to do coaching whatever i could have potentially went into i wouldn't have worked as hard because i wouldn't have known full well like because like work-wise obviously you work because obviously make income knocking away of but that's a big thing there but obviously from a gym point of view it's a purely selfish thing you put mm-hmm. the work in for yourself and it's mm-hmm. kind of like from getting that kind of inside scoop
1: no one else is going to do it for you like
0: exactly and exactly that's exactly it no one else is going to do it for you so when you kind of have that idea of kind of like okay shit this is like the period for me and then you put the work and you see the results come yourself it's kind of like okay like you when it comes to anything else like you 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 feel like a much bigger like want to put the work in and then same with yourself like obviously lockdown came out like PTs, there's two there's two side of PTs. I heard a great story from I think it was Paul Moore about like the two side of PTs he would have worked with. And like one was like there's two lads, I think it was two Irish lads, both owned gyms, both had like really busy gyms. Locked ahead. The first one was like, I've got to close down, I've got to, I've got to close up, I've gotta pay everyone back their their membership and I'm I'm gonna go broke. The second one was like, right, everyone's stressed, everyone's worried, everyone's locked at home, my clients need me now more than ever. Yeah. And it was simply having that mindset shit was huge i think over lockdown like me you patty all them really kind of took that as like okay oh shit, shit this is our our time to get the fucking this is a, a fire under ours kind of getting us going and it's kind of like you know you're in a well like okay shit i don't have one-to-one clients anymore because i'm in the gym doc and always so i've got to apply myself online to point where like again like a year and a half later you know hmm. fully online i think that wouldn't have happened okay correct me if I'm wrong but that wouldn't have happened if you didn't have that mass change beforehand yeah. it kind of showed you what Could happen by kind of risking it,
1: absolutely. I absolutely. Yeah, like, I have to be selfish for myself, like, you know, because like you can't rely on people to do work for you. And if you want to do it for yourself, you're going to have to put in the work. Simple as, yeah, and it's, it's I mean, that's the big thing people don't realize. It's kind of like, think like
0: it's harder than it looks. Like, you, it's, it's, it takes work, it takes commitment. Like, I remember, like, lockdown was like, I remember, I so I was working in the gym, like, all until New Year's Eve 2020. I was working in the gym as well, but until lockdown happened, I was finessing, maybe. 10 to 15 clients at events. i remember i was in canada i hit 20 and i was like oh my god this is like this is ridiculously fucking like this is good and then drop back down again and then lockdown i'd like lost three or four clients but it started up again but i was like okay shit like i've lost so when i was in the gym like the gym i was in i was you know i took in a quarter of their like in 20 20- so, no, I think it's 2019. Well, I took in a quarter, like, however much they made in per train sales, I took in a quarter. Like, a quarter of that, like, 16 PTs, I took a quarter mm. of that in. I was a busy PT, like, not to fucking blow smuggling at all, but I was a busy PT that you ever fucking had. Mm. Um, to then, you know, p- have that online. Online was very much the side thing. And then lockdown came, I lost about 80, 90 of my income. And, you know, all of a sudden, like, I literally, like, if you're talking, if you're talking numbers, like, I, I went from making about, like, four and a half, five grand a month from everything to about, 500 Yeah. online it's great if even and I was kind of like shit like what's going on because like what happens is like obviously you lose all your one to one side of things but also people online don't oh well because you're like fuck what the hell's happening here yeah. Um, and then from there it's kind of like you know you kind of sit there and kind of like right I can either do fucking nothing or I can actually put the fucking work in and like I said, they're like it's kind of like I think both of us are in the same boat. It's kind of like if we hadn't had the stuff that like training gym had taught us beforehand, you know, what it allows to do, like to to like for me it was dropping out of college, for me it was putting the work and training on, me it was starting a business. You know, if I hadn't had those things kind of show me kind of the the outcome of hard work, I probably wouldn't have done it to the point where lockdown came out. I was like, right, double them online, get put the fuck at work, in, and then you know a year and a half later, I'm fully online, fucking loving life. Exactly. And it's similar for yourself, like yeah, do you know?
1: takes time, like it's not going to happen overnight yeah it takes takes time as well as anthony like if it's a like if you're trying to lose body fat you're trying to transition over to a job into another job it doesn't happen overnight so like if you put in the work stay consistent it will happen so yeah it all comes down to you have to persevere that's so. it and it's like, it's like anything you need a fucking plan in place John. It's not like it wasn't a
0: case of i'm just gonna leave my job and fucking i'll figure out i go along it's a case of like this is what I, I don't want this but this is what i want yeah it was a case of like i'm just gonna rightly leave my fucking job like me dropping out of college it wasn't me going I'm going to drop out of college and figure out from there I was like I want to be, I do press training I want to work for myself I want to do something online I knew for well what I wanted to do well before I did it mm-hmm. same with yourself you are like I want to fucking I don't like Aldi I don't like working here I'm fucking miserable here a lot of
1: the stigma like when we're like, an is, like you have to go to college yeah and college isn't it for everyone like there's plenty of people there that didn't go to college and they're doing fine like yeah you know? and that's what i mean like man, it's finding what suits you and what you want to do not doing something for the sake of just making money and thinking because all oh, your parents did this and you have to do that and yeah taking that on board like go and do something that you want to do for yourself at the end yeah. of the
0: day I remember, I remember when i was dropping out my parents were saying well i remember something about this but my parents were fucking dead supportive about me dropping out but i remember the conversation was sure look would you not just take out the year and a half and fucking get the degree yeah was like to fall back on and i was like see
1: I hate it. You spent a, a year and a half miserable.
0: But after I me, mean. I was like, it, in theory, it makes sense. Like, like having a safe net there, like cool from a, from a, what's the word, from a financial point, financial of point of view, from a, from a responsibility point of view, it makes sense. But I was like, number one, I don't want to waste a year and a half for a piece of paper that I'm never going to use. But number two, I don't want to have a safety net because that, you know, that doesn't give me much of a drive. Yeah. You know, if I have a safe net, then I'm like, okay, it's cool if I fail. Whereas now I'm kind of like, I don't have a degree. I don't have any like I've I've personal training qualification and I have like, my business experience, but like apart from that, though, yeah. I don't really have anything. It's kind of like I need to make sure what I do fucking slaps, so I can keep doing it for the yeah. rest of my fucking life. Yeah. I don't, like build from there. You know, my worst case scenario is fucking <laughs> open up a coffee shop. That's my that's my that's yeah. my if I, if yeah. I, if I, if all I think I was yeah, I'm opening up a coffee shop somewhere. Fucking <laughs> somewhere and fucking is like living off fucking coffee and be fucking sick. But
1: like like everyone else has done it since lockdown, coffee trucks everywhere. Ah, oh,
0: mine would be fucking oh, I'd be the best one. I'm taking over like. But that's the thing, like you know, you gotta fucking, you gotta fucking take the risk and fucking take the chances, because if like, you know, if you know what you wanna do, like
1: no risk, no before,
0: reward. Out, like, if you don't, if you, if you wanted it, fucking do it. But it's kind of like have a plan in place, and that's kind of what we did here. Yeah. Now, cracking on from there, another big thing we did, which was a few months ago. at This point now was the photo shoot. Three months. Yeah. When did we decide to do that?
1: It was last year. Yeah. I remember saying you around September, November, and I was like, do you know what? I actually want to do a photo shoot. I just wanted like want I show off like the work I put in, but I actually wanted to test myself like mentally, mindset wise, everything, where I could take myself physically, and where I could actually end up if I put my put the work in and stay consistent with it. Hmm. It was like it's one thing saying you're going to do a photo shoot, but it's everything that goes along with it. Yeah, like, stumbling blocks along the way, like everything that's going to affect you, how you're going to get over that, and having someone to keep you accountable at the end of days, huge. Like you know, yeah, it's one thing like was being like coaches and saying we could easily make up a program for ourselves and all that but like having someone there to have like a second eye on the whole situation and help you go from one part of the like the photo shoot to the next and taking it to the next level is huge like so having the accountability there was massive for me and it has been massive ever since like you know because if I could say I'm going to do something and not follow through but i say it to someone that's like Holding me accountable, like I say to you, it's it's gonna happen. Like that's it. I mean, like that's it's that's the thing, right? It doesn't matter
0: who the fuck you are. If you're being held accountable, if you're if you're giving someone permission to hold you accountable, you'll get a lot more done. Like we we are our biggest critics. We go so fucking easier on ourselves, like way too easy on ourselves. That's kind of like as you could have done a photo shoot and like no doubt you would look great. But like I guarantee, and this isn't this isn't this isn't saying I'm fucking phenomenal. Obviously helped you. Obviously get ready for the shoot. But it's kind of like yeah. everything we did, like nitty gritty wise, between training cardio. Pulling carbs, adding carbs, whatever we're fucking doing. There, actually, like- yeah, all the variables. But it's like the bit you was know, the accountability. Like, you were showing up week by week to someone who was like, "Right, how are you getting on so far?" and mm-hmm. away, and like unless you have that, you know, you're have the best. You know, I can, I can give anyone fucking a plan that will fucking get them where they need to be. I, if, if someone goes through my Instagram page, I know full well they'll have all the tools they actually need to fucking see sick results. But the reality is, I can give you all that. I can give you the best diet plan, the exact calories macros you need, the exact train plan, cardio you need to see results you want. If there's no one holding you accountable, it won't get done. And that's simply put, like, anything you... You you don't execute. Exactly. And it's kind of like, nothing happens, like, nothing... If you don't do anything, Mm -hmm. nothing will happen. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like, what will actually have you do any things? Having someone hold you accountable.
1: I think that's a big misconception with a lot of people. They come on, like, oh, I paid you this amount of money why am I getting results? And a lot of them, people aren't actually putting in work, like, they're saying, like, they could be saying they're doing something, but they're actually lying to themselves They're not being honest about what they're actually doing. Oh, I actually had... Say 2,000 calories for the today, and actually, they had more than that because they were mindlessly eating food like at their work table or something like that, or they had an extra drink or something like that, you know. And it all adds up, and instead of being honest with you and nipping at the bud and not feeling guilty and moving on, they just lie about it, and then they'll be like, How am I not making any changes? Yeah, you know, I, agree. It,
0: I think the way I think about it, it's kind of like it's kind of like, imagine I want to drive from Dublin to. Galway Galway I will go, away. go away. Right. We're going to Galway right and it's kind of like just because I buy a car does not mean necessarily mean I'm going to get there you know, I've, I've bought the car but I actually need to get in the car I need to drive so like getting to Galway is like I want to getting to Galway is like Owen doing the photo shoot me like yeah. Owen, Owen is you know wants to go to Galway that was the that's, that's the destination that's the destination he wants the photo shoot right but it's kind of like I am the car no I, I'm i a GPS hmm. you know you get the car the car is you know you actually train you this and that do you know the gps can't drive the car for you but the gps can tell you you know oh well this is where you want to go this this is the, this is the best this is the fastest route you can take yeah. this would be the, this would be the easiest route to take um this is where i think it's best for you you know uh your gps can't drive a car for you that's all on you the gps can't but what it can do it can tell you how long it'll take to get there it'll tell you you know if you take the wrong exit cool give me two seconds this is how we're going to get you back on course you know the car is is you putting the work in the car is you, you know, going to the gym, eating your food, getting your gym empty, this and that. Go always the photo shoot, but the coach is the GPS. And without GPS, without knowing where you're going, having the car is pretty useless. Yeah. You know, having a destination is kind of useless because you don't have to fucking get there. You know, you can hop in a car all you want on your own, but... Could you could end up in mayo. Yeah, you could end up in fucking mayo. You could end up in fucking... Awfully, God fucking bless you. You, know, you could end up in some fucking grim places. it's kind of like, if you want to get to where you want to be, it's kind of like, unless you are something kind of giving you accountability and structure and holding you accountable to kind of guidance where you want to get to, you know, you could end up fucking wherever, like somewhere you don't want to be fucking be. And that's, you know, you don't want to be fucking four months deep Getting somewhere that you actually don't want to be fucking going to. Weird. Like, you're just, like... like you're I'm, doing laps of your fucking estate yeah. and then going home because you don't yeah. know where the fuck you're going. And that sounds fucking grim.
1: You're doing donuts every mile. <laughs> so, chat to me at the photo shoot. How was that? Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought I was going to be nervous in that. But, like, the whole process was just so good on the way up to it. It just felt so smooth when we got there. Yeah. You know? And, um...
0: We timed it really well, I
1: think. I yeah. think we timed it really fucking well at yeah. the point where, like... Conditioning
0: wise, like we had you, like we could have got. I think, I think one thing we agreed on is like we could have gotten you leaner. Leaner, yeah. But we're just like you were. We're in perfect there, like. like you're about four or five weeks away from being like contest ready. Yeah. Jacking away. I think once you brought the legs a little bit more, the legs a little bit more conditionable, mm-hmm. we were fucking grabbed. Yeah, that me. comes over time, like. But it's kind of like for what we wanted, we had a great amount of time, separate. and we kind of know going forward. Now, like obviously, whenever you get to fucking competing, we know for well like what works for you. We know yeah. for well like the the pros we took like work for you. We're like obviously, we'll take it. We'll kind of we we'll probably prep about you know, eight weeks earlier to kind of play around yeah. with more kind of, you know, car loading, fat loading, not kind of see what works with you best. Definitely. Playing like different peaking methods to play around with, obviously giving you more time to actually for anything else to come in. But like we know full well from that, like, okay, what works best for you, that works best for you. Do you know? Um So, like, and I think photos is great for anyone kind of like, listen, I've, I've never competed myself. It's kind of like, if anyone wants to compete, it's kind of, like, it's nice to have like a, a thing you kind of work around first yeah. everyone's fucking different. Yeah. Like, you know, if you go if you go to a show, first of all, listen at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. Maybe you don't come in as best you can. That's fine. But what a photo shoot kind of lets you to do is kind of it lets you kind of like there's no pressure. Because at the end of the day, the photos are for you. You look great nonetheless. You know, when you're tanned up, oil like, you
1: when know. you're
0: tanned up, oil up, and the lighting's fucking on point. You know, you're gonna look sick as it is. Yeah. But we know how you look. We know how you felt. We know kind of right. Go for now. How much longer do we need to take? What else do we need to change? That kind of way. We probably could have like to be honest. One thing we probably could have done. We probably could have carved you up more. We could have had you on a higher amount of carbs, um, for kind of a peak cycle we could have obviously tried fat loading. We yeah. could have given you a little more time to get anything to come in, do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, we know now going forward, what's gonna work best for you. So we talk about kind of carb loading, it's kind of like, you know, when you kind of see someone, you know, when you wake up in the morning, see it from the mirror, you kind of feel that kind of flat look. Yeah. Whereas, you know, when you have a gym, you're very pumped up. Like if you have put a bit of carbs in you, put a bit of salt, a bit of water yeah. into you, and, car, and it it, yeah, you look and feel a little more jacked. Your muscles look more full. It looks like someone's kind of put like a, like a pump in you, again yeah. one or two pumps up yeah. to make it a little bit bigger. And we know now from the shoot, like if you go back to the my page or own page, you'll see photos from the photo shoot. But it's kind of like we know full well coming into so whatever we do next, you know, we're, we're fucking flying. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's. but the thing is, and it's kind of what we talk about there, it's not just the, like the prep for whatever that is, be it next or next few years, whenever it is. It's kind of like we know full well, it's not the prep on the other there, but we're kind of, it was the first dining phase and then leaving work and then starting the PT course yeah. and then this dieting phase and then the photo shoot, and Then no it's, it's everything it's and I said in my last podcast with Jack, it's kinda of like, you know, if you a stonecutter's job is purely splitting a stone in two, you know. He made his hit stone a hundred times and nothing fucking happens, but on that hundred and first blow it splits in two, and you know full well that it wasn't that one blow that had it split in two, but the hundred enough to it, plus that one as yeah. well.
1: It all ends up like, you know. There we go.
0: In our time working together, what do you feel like it's been the most valuable thing you've taken from the coaching process that you I suppose obviously because you're a coach yourself that you've taken for yourself but that you've also applied as a coach yourself so it's kind of two different things
1: going with my gut and realising that this is what I actually wanted to do like not holding back when it comes to things like that you know Yeah, and that was a big thing because like I was just working for the sake of living basically and not enjoying it where this is I'm enjoying it and making a living from it yeah and i'm helping people and seeing them change their lives as well which is unreal like you get such a internal rush from getting like a, a message or someone even ringing you like a client rang me there in the morning saying had an unreal week trend was going well and everything Then that's just savage like to hear that you know yeah it gets you on a high as well so having that hearing that during the week is unreal so that's why I just love what i'm doing it at the moment you know
0: yeah that's it and so it's the last thing i want to ask before we wrap things up to anyone kind of considering coaching with myself, it, obviously because you're a coach yourself, not even myself, but to anyone kind of considering coaching full stop, who's kind of on the fence, what would you tell them to kind of, you know, push them? Because at the end of the day, it's kind of like if someone's considering coaching, they know for well, it'll fucking, it'll be positive towards them. Hmm. But everyone's going to be a bit reluctant a bit on the fence about it. Like, what would you say to someone to kind of get them off the fence, off the fence even?
1: Book in for a call.
0: Just fucking, goof, just fucking just do it. Like.
1: Just fucking do it. Like, it's kind like, of like... You I'm, won't regret it. Like, a lot of people are afraid, like, oh, Jesus, what's the questions you want to to asked to do this? But, like, if you're, you're never going to find out. If you never go for it, you're never going to find out. Like, What I
0: would say, it's kind of like you've, you've ever but nothing to lose. Mm. And if you're on a Zoom call, number like no one. Like, one's
1: forcing you with a into into your head that you yeah. have to sign up to a coach or anything
0: like that. Yeah, it's like purely hear us out. Let's see what you have to, what your goals are. How can we help? And you make the decision from there. I think the best thing about, what I would say, anyone who opts on a Zoom consultation call with me, it's kind of like, if at any point you really fucking hate me, there's nothing to stop me just hanging up. Yeah. I'll fucking, I'll be pissed off, but, like, it's kind of like for you, for example. I'm only here. I'm not here to catch you out. I'm not here to fucking sell you shit. Mm. I'm here to make sure that I'm here because you know. And I'll say the people on calls. Like if I feel like I can't help someone on the call, I'll throw them somewhere else. It's
1: their choice in the day if they come on yeah. the call or not. I've so.
0: th- I've thrown Kevin Farrell, I've thrown him a couple of clients. Come like I'm not fucking like hmm. you want to improve your your guy. Yeah, like I'm not your man. I've had someone who wanted pure 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 nutrition coach to fucking tea. I was like no. I throw him. I throw him Brian Heng. i it kind of like if I know I can't help you. I will, not tr- I will not try to help you. If I feel like someone who can do a better job, I will make sure you know I can help you. But at the end of the day, you know, if by simply coming on a consultation call, you're simply hearing my opinion of what I think can help you and how I can help you, how I've helped over, three, at this point, over 300 men and women over the last few years kind of do what they want to do. You know, it's kind of like, let me explain kind of how I've done that. You know, how they've achieved those goals and how could potentially help you. If you feel like it's, it's, it's for you, we can crack on. If you don't, you know, at least you've, You've seen Pearl what's Welsh, on offer. Yeah, Jack and yeah, I, and yeah. you've again like I said that you've ever game from it. You know you could fucking go fucking do what you did like fucking you change. Then, your life or ask you can, questions or you stay where you are. You will never if you're at zero now, best scenario, you go to ten. Mm. Worst case, you stay exactly where you are. But you don't have that kind of unknowing kind of anxiety of what could have happened. Mm. You know? You know. Sick.
1: And going alone can be hard, like, you know, thinking that you oh I could do that myself, but mm. at the end of the day, full well you know while well, you're lying to yourself
0: if it hasn't happened before yeah. it's not going to happen nothing again changes.
1: nothing changes nothing
0: changes you know? on that note I think we wrap things up Owen thank you very much for coming on no problem appreciate this no. to everyone else listened. thank you very much and uh, any question for myself or Owen Owen on Instagram is at owenselite so you can just DM him there uh, for myself at coachbydan links to Instagram websites will all be in the show notes any questions you have drop them our way if not I'll see you tomorrow for episode 3 take it easy I now realise I said tomorrow will be episode 3. when well, that was, in fact, episode 3. Guys, hope you really enjoyed that episode with Owen. Um, I think a, he is a fucking phenomenal story. Um, having worked in the last three years, to change that man of scenes is absolutely ridiculous. So inspiring. Um, changing his work, his career, his mindset, his body, everything. Just to make himself happier. He's a credit to himself. And uh, overall, a very, very inspiring story. And an absolute pleasure to coach. Again, as always, if you have any questions, queries, concerns regarding coaching, you can go to www.coachbodan.com if you want to work with me one-to-one a little more personally. um, And we can kind of go from there. Guys, enjoy the rest of your day. Take care and uh, we'll chat soon.